Hey, I'm Sam. And I'm Julia. And this is the 29-hour podcast. Guess what? What? (laughs) This is the season finale of our first season of the show. How exciting. We made a full season. We made a full season. The full established 19-episode podcast season. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. This is our sort of 19th, like, mini-episode. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just going to ask each other some questions. (laughs) Or slash talk to each other. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, let's talk about, have we already talked on the podcast about like how we met each other? I don't know. We've, we've, I know we've mentioned it, but I don't know if we've like told the story. I feel like we can tell the story. I'm curious to hear it from your perspective. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I believe that I first laid like understanding eyes on Sam Held at the Pregnancy Pact auditions. Uh-huh. And... Sam, it was, it was a kind of audition where we actually gave people music from the actual show to come in. And since my music is sometimes tricky, we, like, knew, like, okay, people aren't going to come in and, like, sing it note perfect. That's okay. We're just getting to know them. And Sam was the only person who came in for this track and sang the music exactly as written. Wow. So I definitely, I remember noting that. Like, <laughs> it's like, because the thing about with that song that was weird is there's a lot of weird, like... Time signature changes. Yeah, time yeah. signature changes and the phrases aren't all the same length. Yeah. And, like, the first time someone comes in correctly, you're like, you get excited, but maybe it's a fluke. But, like, the second or third time that you came in correctly, it was like, he's actually, he knows the music. <laughs> yeah, that's my job, isn't it? I think, I mean... <laughs> Your job is so much more, but it is so wonderful when that foundation of your job is there. Yeah. But also, you know, acted the hell out of it and sang so beautifully. And I feel like since I didn't know you already, it was like this exciting moment of like, who is this like amazing person? That's so cool to hear. But then it was years. A year and a half. Before. I remember actually we emailed you about something super casual. We talk about the Pied Con the pied concert yeah but i feel like before that we emailed you to like come to a practice room with us and sing a bunch of music it was the same heard. email oh yeah ah. yeah because because half of the songs or most of the songs you wanted to do in that practice room were from pied True. i think only one of them was Something it was blue. night drive yeah 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 um yeah um yeah so from my perspective <laughs> this is fascinating from my perspective, I had seen the NAMT presentation of Pregnancy Pact and loved it. And then I saw the um, EPA open call audition listing for Pregnancy Pact's production at Weston. And I went to the open call, which you weren't at, but oh. Gordon was. I didn't even totally realize that we, I forgot we had an open call. Um, yeah, because, you know, it was a it was for the entire season at Weston. Oh. And Gordon, it was just um, the artistic director and Gordon. They were the only people (laughs) in the room. Um, And I was so happy to see Gordon there. And I was also like proud of what I had done in that room. What did you audition with? Um, I sang a Ryan Scott Oliver song. (laughs) Um, And uh, yeah, so then I I emailed my friend Charlie Stone, who has been on this podcast. Mm -hmm. And said, hey, I just auditioned for Gordon, and I think it went well. Like, can you, like, like tell him that, like, 
you know me like can you like put in a word for me that like i'm a person um and he was like sure and then lo and behold a few weeks later i got asked to come to the like appointment round for pregnancy pact and um i remember being I remember getting the audition for both of those roles and thinking, oh, okay, well, I'm clearly not right for this other one, but I'm pretty, I'm very right for this mm-hmm. one. And I remember like focusing my efforts on that and then only realizing after the fact that one person had to play both <laughs> parts, um, which is whatever. But then, okay, this is the thing that I think I've tried to mention to you and you don't, um, <laughs> you, <laughs> You didn't think it was like a part of the journey. So I remember I was doing a reading for Rob Shapiro Mm -hmm. and it was like two weeks before I got this email from you asking me to do the concert for Pied. And I remember you came and saw it. I remember seeing you out in the audience, but I hadn't met you apart from across the table in that audition for Pregnancy Back. And this was a reading of Cat? Yeah. Okay. And I remember, um, I remember like, we like caught each other's eye and like (laughs) smiled and then like a week or two later I get an email from you asking to do this concert and I was like oh maybe like she saw this reading and like remembered who I was from the from the pregnancy pact audition and it like jogged her memory but like now I don't remember if that was like part of my journey or not (laughs) I feel like I'd have to go back to check the emails because Gordon and I email obsessively about like every detail of everything. So I'm sure we have emails about like who we were going to ask to come to the room and like sing with us and like do the pride content. Yeah. Well, cause, cause also in the email that you sent me, you were like, you were like, Hey, um, I don't know if you remember who I am, but like you auditioned for my show pregnancy pact and me and Gordon have been a big fan of yours ever since, which like bowled me over <laughs> because like, I had no idea whether or not I had made any impression on you in that room because as far as I knew, as soon as I walked out of that room, you had all forgotten about me, you know, because I got literally no feedback afterwards. That's such a crazy thing about auditions. Um, Yeah, it is. (laughs) But uh, but so like I had been a huge fan of yours since before then because I had seen the um, the pregnancy pact presentation at NAMT. And I was like, holy shit, what is this? This is so fucking cool. I forget where I was going with this. Oh, because like, because I knew that I had just seen you like across the room at this reading, but you also said in the email, like we'd been a fan of you for a while. So like maybe you had had this in your head and that reading was just a blip because it didn't make a difference for you because you were already going to do it. But from where I was sitting it seemed like, oh, one of those things were like, oh, you remind mm. someone you exist. And then they're like, oh, yeah, that person. Yeah. You know? Yeah, which definitely is a phenomenon. Yeah. It's so funny. I always, yeah, I wonder about that kind of stuff, too. <laughs> yeah. It is just making me think about, like, the feedback in this business. Yeah. Because it's so true with writing, too. It's like you submit your stuff so often. Yeah. And most of the time you don't get feedback. And even, like, now things like the Larson Award, like, they're starting to give you feedback Mm. but even that feedback it's like so much of feedback isn't quite actionable sure right and the other thing is like these 
these grants, these whatever, these opportunities are often, you know, decided by committee. Mm-hmm. And like one thing that I've heard about is like people who were like, I was really fighting for your piece. Yes. yes. It wasn't like it wasn't what the room was going towards. But like like writers who have these fans that don't even know it because their piece wasn't selected for this thing. But then yeah. maybe in a year, that person who was on that committee is now on another committee or now has this other opportunity that they're chairing and is like, let me bring this piece and do it. That's such a lovely And it's idea. like, it's similar to, to how you and I met, where it's like, I didn't know this whole thing was yeah. like brewing. It is. And yeah, from that side too, I do feel, I always end up feeling so dearly. And this, I feel like goes all the way back to like, college improv troupe auditions but like once you spend that amount of time like defending someone and arguing for why they should be the person it's like it's this weird strong but totally one-sided connection yeah totally i totally hear that but it's so one-sided because the other person because it can feel weird to like let that other person know like hey i was fighting for you it didn't go your way but i was fighting for you right right because i feel like it it makes spring up to their head everyone who is fighting not for them, which right. feels weird. Right, right. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like telling that story because there is so much of a narrative of, at least especially around, for actors around um, who do a lot of develop uh, development, like new work, mm-hmm. like there is a whole lot of like the idea of like planting seeds and waiting for them to bloom. And like this felt like, like a seed I planted just sort of like you know not abandoned but like I was like cool that seed's planted over there I'm gonna go plant other seeds and then it like came to like full bloom and now it's like a giant redwood tree it's so big it has so (laughs) many branches (laughs) yeah wait tree is a perfect analogy because then like each show can be a branch Mm, yeah um I love it yeah and I feel like this is a great thing to talk about on our like wrap up episode of this season because we've spent so much time talking about community and networks and like yeah like yeah like (laughs) it's so funny how like I feel like you are such a part of my artistic community likewise and it was like it was just this like seed it just came from this one little seed although I do think you and I are like so absurdly artistically compatible that I would like to think that if it hadn't been that random thing, it would have been something else. That's I, here's the thing though, is that like, I was such a fan of yours and I think that's probably partially why is because we are so artistically Mm -hmm. compatible, but like I didn't see a path for me to create that relationship. Like I think, I don't, I don't know if, if, I mean, I, you see a path because you right. can like reach out to people right. to be in your concerts or whatever. But I didn't know how to reach out to you to be like, hey, I think we get each other. You know what yeah. I mean? Because like, like, what would you do if you heard that from a random actor? You're right. Like, I don't know what I would do, <laughs> but I don't think what I would do is like immediately. Like, I think just getting an email like that unattached from any like experience I don't know if I necessarily would be like, oh, that's the first person I think of yeah. to work with. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, Just so, I don't know. Yeah. I guess sometimes I feel like I'm distrustful by nature. Oh. And not that like I would get an email and be distrustful, but you know, like 
there's so many people who are great but are not going to be like your next like artistic soulmate you know yeah and like there are so many people who will say that to you like i think we'd be a good fit Mm -hmm. and then it's not true right or even they've sent 12 of that email today because that's their strategy right exactly and it's hard to like it's hard to weed out the noise and hone in on like the reality especially in like a situation like that where it's like there isn't any sort of um connection yeah any sort of uh, other connection other than just that like weird reach out yeah because it's true it really is the experience of like watching an actor perform your work i mean that is i do you get a lot of not just information but it is a sense of connection you know like this weird like immediate intimacy yeah which is yeah you can't get from any like what do you mean like can you describe that i mean i'm just like I guess I don't know if it's I don't think it is just as simple as like they do it the way you intended it because I mean that goes back to this like you know sense of authorial intent and who cares about that maybe but I do feel like you can get a sense on if like if they sort of get it Uh at some level yeah of like I don't know like a sense of being on the same page yeah and I feel like when you don't have that, there's something a little bit, like, unsafe or, like, not irritating, but, like, mm. sense of, like, this isn't quite right. And, I mean, sometimes, you know, hearing someone do that and you have this sense of, like, this isn't quite right and you talk to them for two minutes or you rehearse with them and then it is quite right. And yeah. then, you know, but, like, every once in a while you get that, I feel like, without having talked to someone at all. Uh-huh. And, like, that's cool. Yeah. Um. Cool. Cool. So... Yeah, so this is our, I mean, <laughs> this is our mini episode. <laughs> Do you, I mean, like, I don't know. Should we talk about, like, how the podcast has been going? I've been like, liking how our we're podcast. Feeling it, how we're feeling about it. Like Something I've been thinking about is, like, since, you know, we're on every episode. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's some ways that I come off on the podcast that are, like, more strong than I actually am. Like, I think I come off as a crazy control freak in the rehearsal room. <sighs> Which is sort of true, but I don't think is like my number one defining characteristic. How do you think I come off as? I think. And and nothing you say will offend me, I promise. I mean, themes I see with you uh-huh. are like wrestling with like security and like, should I still be doing this? Mm-hmm. And like, what is correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, Which is definitely, yeah, way more than I would have assumed I would have assumed before we started doing this or like talking about it that you grappled with that like barely ever because it's like really why just because like to me it's I feel like it's so clear that you should be doing this because you're so good at it and you seem to love it so much that's I that's okay I I definitely have had that experience with other people where I find out that they either are just quitting the business or are wondering whether they should and I'm like it is so clear to me that you are so talented and you have a place um so i hear what you're saying but it's don't you think it's harder to like know that about yourself yes yeah because like yes because like because of course people are going to want to believe that they're talented and want like about themselves want to believe about themselves that they're talented and want to believe about themselves that they will be successful and so the problem is like 
you don't know if you believe that about yourself because you want it to be true or because right. you know it to be true. Right. You know? Oh, that's true. So many things. My therapist said, this isn't that related, but it was a metaphor that I loved so much. Not a metaphor, like a parable, I guess. I think it's a Buddhist parable about monkeys trying to get bananas from within cages and the way the cage is designed that once you put your hand in you can no longer get your hand out if you're still holding the banana mm. but if you let go of the banana you'll free yourself uh-huh. and like just as a sense of like things that you need to recognize in the current configuration of things i will never get this thing and in fact this thing is trapping me in this place as long as i try to get it oh boy <laughs> which i don't think applies to like either of us about like our careers but just like as the converse to what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm kind of curious if you're listening to this podcast, like what are you liking about it? I'm curious about that too. And we have an email address, which is, tw- which we've never mentioned on the podcast <laughs> before. It's a secret which email. Is you can know now. 29 hour podcast at gmail.com. The numbers two nine. And then the words our podcast at gmail.com. And uh, if you're so inclined, we, we'd love to hear like how you're responding to this podcast. If there's anything, any like sorts of conversations you'd like to hear us talk about, if there's anything on your mind that you want to hear us explore. Um, is there anything? I, well, let me throw this question to you. Like, okay. is there anything that you've been thinking a lot about that we haven't really talked about on the podcast? Gosh, nothing comes to my mind of things that I feel like I've been forthcoming with things I've been thinking about. How about you? Uh, yeah, no, I feel the same way, but I'm wondering, you, you know, cause everyone's always in a different place. Like, and I feel like when we started recording these podcasts, I was thinking about really different things than yeah. what I'm thinking about now. And so I'm, I'm just kind of curious, like how the people who have made it this far to listen to all, the, all of these episodes <laughs> and are now listening to an episode that we don't even have a guest on. Oh my goodness. Um, how they're hearing it and what they, what they, uh, what they're liking and what they wish there was more of. Yeah. I'm really, really interested to hear that too. Or less of if there's anything you hate that we do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. In the interest of feedback. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, so yeah, we've really been enjoying making this podcast we're going to take a, a break, a little mid, a little um, postseason hiatus. We'll be back in January and uh, uh, hope to hear from you. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. That's all, Rob. That's all, Rob. <laughs> That's all, Rob. <laughs>